into the contest. It's Wednesday, the 3rd of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here, joined by my mate Shane Lee. Shane, Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, it was magical. It wasn't only 10,000 people at Flemington, but to, to watch it and be involved, it, it was great fun. You got to the Oaks, didn't you? I got to the Oaks, mate. It was, it was a great vibe up there. Um, people were in really, really good spirit. Um, the horse racing was on. It was a fantastic day, mate. Um, Probably had a little little few too many, Tim, but um, I suppose that's part of being the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Absolutely, absolutely. You've got to be lubricated. And we tipped the winner. We'll talk about that a yes. little bit later. Joss Butler, sensational for England. That's six to bring up his first century in that format. Just brilliant. Jordan Dugowie has some of those charges dropped. And Mossy Masoy, this really was moving how they did a haka in farewell. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Now, Shane, the race that stopped the nation. Um, how do you look back on it? Oh, we need to play something from yesterday's podcast because you and I had a bit of Nostradamus about us yesterday. <laughs> mate, it was fantastic. We, we, mate, we mentioned all the top three. We both picked the winner. And um, I think my, my words were, um, well, we'll throw it, throw it right now, but, uh, yeah, that uh, that Chris Waller will be holding a trophy above his head, and we were correct, mate. Yeah, we mentioned incentivise, of course, the hot pot that got outgunned but still got to play Spanish mission. Have a listen to yesterday. Will incentivise get it done? Uh, the shortest price since around Farlap. So we're really going to try and find a horse to beat this favourite. I like Spanish Mission with Craig Williams on board. I'm also going to have a little flutter at Very Elegant because I'm always on Very Elegant. Well, mate, me too. I just think Chris Waller, he hasn't won a Melbourne Cup yet. I don't think, Timmy. It's going to be Chris Waller's day today. He's won everything else. Um, I think he's going to put the Melbourne Cup above his head today. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is the place to come afternoon sport for your tips of the race that stops the nation. I think we'll quit there, mate. Someone said yesterday, the race that starts the nation. So... Um, it did have a little bit about that. Of course, uh, the Everest was pitched as the race that brought us out of hibernation in New South Wales, but there was a little bit of a, a collective feeling yesterday that we'd turned a big corner. Yeah, it was like the night before Christmas, wasn't it? It was, um, yeah, it was great. It was uh, People were out out about in town dressing up and uh, yeah, having a few beers and, and a bite to eat, and um, it was just nice to see people coming together and uh, not with this doom and gloom sort of cloud hanging over them, mate, and was, um, everyone followed the rules too, which was great to me. Everyone was checking in and, and they wore face masks at the right time. So it was a really, really good vibe out in the city. Now, the big question is, Shane, did you follow yourself in and have a, uh, a bet with the head nod over at Flutter on Very Elegant? I did, mate. It was a, a good result in the cup. Overall, I don't think I'd come out on top, mate, but uh, the bank account this morning wasn't looking too bad, mate. So it's, uh, I was, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, I had a good day yesterday. Got a little bit of the trifecta, a bit of Very Elegant and those other two. So uh, it's 
rare for me. It's usually a, a straight-out donation. But the rest of the card is almost impossible to pick. Big fields. Uh, but it was a wonderful, wonderful day. That was the Melbourne Cup of 2021. A very elegant Melbourne Cup. Now, what about cricket? Joss Butler. This was quite an innings. They look good, don't they, England? Of course, they fell one one step short last time in the World Cup T20 going down to the West Indies. But they're looking good. Yeah, the T20 matches are won with your top three batsmen. Both their openers are, are in really, really good form. Josh Butler scoring his first T20 hundred, um, and it was the first of this World Cup. Um, he absolutely smashed them everywhere. They um, they really um, dominated Sri Lanka, and it guarantees the Poms now uh, a, a place in the semi-finals. Um, no matter what happens from here in, uh, they have a superior run rate, so they'll be in the semi-final. But yeah, in T20 cricket, your top three batsmen, if they're scoring runs. Your opening bowler, if you can take a couple of early wickets and a good spinner, is normally the, the formulation for a for a successful T20 team. And Mitchell Marsh looks like he's going to come back into this Australian team. They need to win these next two matches, don't they? They've been loving it on KO. Yeah, well, we played Bangladesh, and we all know we had a, a series loss, 4-1 loss to them uh, in recent times. Mitchell Marsh will come back in. The thing I don't like about this, Timmy, is... Um, when we when we won that first game against South Africa, Justin Langer was all over the press, you know, saying this and saying what a great team he's got, and and now now we lose against England. Uh, the assistant coach and Andrew McDonald's doing all the media. It's just I just don't get this. Justin's now hiding from it. I, I don't get it. Yeah, that is a little odd. It is a little odd. Mm. Um, let's have a look at the AFL and Jordan Degoe. Looking at those pitches, they they're pretty off the head, aren't they? Those pitches from New York. <laughs> they, they uh, look. Call me old fashioned. You, don't you do your shirt up when you go to a nightclub? Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. look, look. Charges, charges have been dropped. Yeah, he's definitely got some tough stickers. But um, he's he's um, he's been dropped of these charges of um, forcible um, touching. Um, but he still has to face charges on December eight uh, for uh, alleged assault on a thirty-seven year old man. So he's not out, not out of the woods yet. Mm. But. Um, yeah, Collingwood still have him suspended indefinitely until those uh, charges are either uh, you know go away or um, or confirmed. He's a fork in the road, that young bloke, isn't he? He's at that fork. He needs to really make the right decision mm. with whatever happens here going forward. Otherwise, he might just see his career go straight down the river. Now, look, we've seen plenty of sports people come out and, and sort of say that, you know, they don't want to get vaccinated and, and you know, there have been ramifications for many. Uh, we're watching that whole thing play out with the Australian Open, the Australian Tennis Open. But we haven't seen someone like this, AFLW player, Denny Van Hagen, who is a, an ICU nurse, plays in the AFLW and is not only saying she doesn't want to get the vaccination, but she's protesting with placards and it's all about uh, consent for her. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's yeah. Once again, it's a tough one. But if you're working in an ICU, you're a frontline worker. You've got to be vaccinated. You can't be in and around people whose lives and like. And she's she's quoted as saying here, someone should not lose their job if they don't want to become or enter into a medical experiment. Well, it's not a medical experiment. We we know that people can die from this horrible disease. So, um, look, she's only not only an, an AFLW player, but yeah, as we said, an ICU nurse. So. You know, oh, she, she's got to get vaccinated if she wants to keep that job, that's for sure. Yeah, it certainly uh, certainly sort of raised some eyebrows, didn't it? Not only saying no, but then stepping mm. out the front, then reading the whole idea of being an ICU nurse. Now, Mossy Masoy, we, we saw the men of league do a really nice fundraiser. We had Steve Gillis, of course, manager of the Stars, here on the show talking about his challenges over there in England. And it's, it's his time to say goodbye. And uh, there was an impromptu hucker. It was a really moving moment, wasn't it? 
it, it meant a lot. It's, it's a very, very powerful song, the Haka, and uh, when used in the right way, as you said, Timmy, it's very, very powerful. Now, the Warriors want Joseph Manu. I would think that the Roosters are going to try and hang on to him for dear life. He is an outstanding player. We saw the way that his season ended, uh, and look, it wasn't just his season that ended, was it? It was Latrell Mitchell because he got suspended for the rest of the year. Um, but the Warriors want him. I can see why. He's very, very good. There is no way in the world the Roosters and Nick Polias will let Joey Manu go. He is a linchpin in that team, um, a very, very well-respected guy in and around the group. Um, there's no way he'll be going to the Warriors. I, I, it'd be a, have to be an unbelievable deal to, to get him out of there or he wants to go and live over in New Zealand. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, I'd be very, very surprised if he leaving if he leaves the Roosters. Yeah, he he'd have to be one of their top priorities, wouldn't they? With sure. a few of those yeah. young uh, backs coming through, Joseph Manu, what a great young man he is. Now, what about this? What about Daniel Vito? He played in the NRL for quite a number of years, and now he's WWE. We're talking Hulk Hogan stuff. But this guy's a freak. He he calls himself is it, is it Zion Quinn in the WWE? But he, he, I don't know if you can do this, Timmy, but he, he came up with this move called the sling blade where he basically ran across. He went for like a karate kick to the head, sort of lost his footing, and then it put the guy into a choke with his legs and smashed him to the ground. So he's on fire, mate. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you, say, did you just say you don't know if I could do it? <laughs> of course you know I couldn't do it. I told you I wouldn't make the first ad break of SAS with Bryn Edelston. I would see what he might make some money doing this. Mate, big time. The Sling Blade, mate, that's a new move, and they're going absolutely crazy for this. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, you're probably going to see it in, in pubs and clubs <laughs> in the future, mate. Blake's getting a, having a few too many beers and pulling out the Sling Blade. Let's hope not. Oh, I guarantee what would happen. I'd try that, and I'd go straight out in between the ropes, fall out on the deck and knock myself out. I did one day of gymnastics at school, and I blew the pommel and landed on my head over the other side between the pommel and the mat, and mum, God rest her soul, had to take me to hospital. It was my first and uh, ever day, uh, only day as a gymnast, and uh, yeah, as you can see. Yeah. Not quite there, there's our there's our grab Timmy for the show. I blew a pommel. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, not quite Nadia Comaneci. Now um, let's have a look at the basketball because it's um, you look it's it's two paced, isn't it? When it comes to Australian storytelling, uh, Ben Simmons now the Philadelphia 76ers fans are well they're turning against him and and rightly so. Um, yeah, the supporters of any uh, sporting team actually know what's going on more than anyone. And the minute you sort of underestimate them, that's the minute you're gone. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're chanting, we want Lillard and uh, and get rid of Ben Simmons. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? But um, he's not showing up. The problem is, mate, we're seeing he's now claiming mental health issues. Whether that's right or wrong, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but it's going to be very, very hard for them to move him on now. And on the other end of the spectrum, Josh Giddy, jaw-dropping stuff. He just continues to dazzle and make the highlights real. He does, mate. 15 points again um, in the losing um, that they lost against uh, LA Clippers. But in five matches, mate, he's, he's scored, he's posted double points, um, uh, double figure points uh, four times. He's, he's on fire, mate. He's going to be yeah, the NBA Rookie of the Year, that's for sure. Yeah, just brilliant stuff. And staying in the US a little bit, uh, what about this whole Halloween party? It was a bit different, wasn't it? Paulina Gretzky, of course, is the daughter of the great Wayne Gretzky, the great ice hockey player, married to Dustin Johnson, and they were hanging out with Donald Trump. Big Donald, at a Halloween mate. party. Yeah, Paulina Gretzky showed up in a, um, a Baywatch, uh, the Baywatch Red Swimmers. and uh, She pulled it off. She, I think Donald might have too. He was quite happy with her. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was a bit different, wasn't it? 
looking at those pictures. <laughs> Mate, it was, uh, yeah, the, the former president uh, hosting hosting him there. But, um, yeah, he's slowly creeping back into the media, old Donald, and he's about to release his own um, social media platform soon. So I don't think we've heard, we've heard the last of old Donald. Yeah, nice use of the word creeping there. Yes. I, um, <laughs> now, of course, yesterday, and I mean, we just slot that straight into the Only in America file, that's for sure. Mm. Now, Melbourne Cup, uh, I did a, a function yesterday, just MC to function. The first one I've done in, what, five months or four months uh, since the whole lockdown. You see, you couldn't have a, a person standing next to each other, let alone someone on a microphone. But at the Watsons Hotel, now the Watsons Hotel is, a, is basically – the old Irish pub in the entertainment quarter, you know, the one yes, down near yeah, the SCG. Yeah. They've, they've just spent a few million on it. It looks fantastic. It was a great day. And um, there was, you know, there was a guy playing uh, the acoustic guitar and singing. There was an opportunity to get in sweepstakes. But there was also the bookie for the day was the man from Ladbrokes, of course, Corey Peaches Pearson, <laughs> one of your best friends of all time. I love Corey, mate. He's, he's a great man, a good footballer too. Played 177 first grade games for the Balmain Tigers and the St George Dragons. But yeah, I remember after we woke up, uh, I woke up one morning after a, a Melbourne Cup many, many moons ago, and like I did today, mate, check the bank account and see if I'd done too much damage. Well, this particular occasion, I woke up and didn't realise I'd bought a bloody horse with Corey Pearson <laughs> in something. We, we spent about five, we spent about five grand each and bought a horse. Um, I can't remember the name of this bloody thing, but it was costing me about 350 bucks a week in shoes. And I said to Corey, what's this thing wearing bloody Julius Marlowe's? <laughs> so it was, it was this expensive day out at the races. Yeah, when you wake up and go, what did I do yesterday? How many, how many beers did I have? Well, that's right. I bought a horse. I bought a horse. And then and did, it, did, it, <laughs> did it feature in any of the finishes of its races, this horse? Nah, it didn't, mate. This thing had sore shins and uh, I think it got to the track once and I actually missed the race too. So it was a pretty mm. poor investment, Timmy, but good fun. He is one of the great guys though, isn't he? Corey Peaches Pearson. He's got one of those smiles that lights up the world. He does, mate. He's a legend. Uh, as I said, good footballer, but, a, but a, even better, mate. Yeah, very good footballer. He played for Parramatta as well and, and a very good cricketer. Played first grade and that's how you guys got to know each other, playing uh, representative schoolboys for, for New South Wales. So yeah, he uh, quite a sportsman and and uh, that's not a bad yarn. Um, a pity it wasn't very elegant that you bought that day you got on the <laughs> P155. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Main Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh, back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.